start, 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 start. Do not pull my get now. This my. Yes, this is Sport Analysis Network Nigeria Football. I have the main regular half of Abdi Hamid, Abdi Karim. can also call me football jurist. Yes, coming up on the show, we shall be discussing about the performances of Rivers United and Plateau United on the, yes, at the ongoing CAF Convenience Cup qualifiers. Yes, also on the show, we shall also be, we shall also be discussing the chances of Baisa Queens getting into the last four of the CAF Women's Champions League. Yeah, the show shall not be complete if you're not talking about News coming from the IMC that they are on the verge of striking a deal with Nigerian television with the Nigerian Television Authority to hear the MPF, MPFA games in the new season. Yes, I'm not working alone on the show. I have with me Amza Halasa. Amza, thanks for coming back on the show. Very well, Abdul Hamid. It's my pleasure. I'm excited. I'm happy that we are on the show once again, which as usual promises to be exciting and trialing and very educating. Let's go. Yes, let's talk about the exciting news concerning our continent on the continent. They start with the pride of rivers. It showed a lot of pride as we as the beat and massive Benghazi of Libya to stupor by five goals to nil. And that will agree with me as it will take a calamity as huge as an earthquake for the pride of rivers not to reach the group stage of the group of the group stage, not to reach the group stage of the CAF Confederation Cup with this amazing result. Yes, Abdul Hamid, nothing short of a victory over two legs would be acceptable from Rivers United. Of course, Rivers United, out of annoyance, they took their own pound of flesh on this Libyan side. Recall that in the last match, they were scandalized by Wydad Casablanca of Morocco by a whooping six goals to nothing. Um, so they took their own pounds of flesh and nothing, again, I repeat for the opting time, nothing will be acceptable from the pride of rivers going into the next match. But again, we must say a very big, big, big kudos to the pride of rivers. They did very well. When you look at that match on the stretch of 90 minutes, they dominated the Libyans and they did everything possible. They did not concede a single goal and they put pass and five past them. It's a job well done. And we say again for the opting time, congratulations to the Nyesom Wiki, Governor Nyesom Wiki boys, Abdul Hamid. Yes, congratulations to the English on weekends, boys. I mean, <laughs> Hamza, what happens to the Nazi Benghazi? I mean, turn this tire around. <laughs> hey, Hamza? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, Hamid, sorry, repeat that. I didn't get that. Yes, I'll, yes, I'll just, yes, I'll just, in the light of him, I mean, what happens? Should this guy, uh, should Nazi Benghazi turn this tire? Turn this tide around. Turn this tide around. It's almost unthinkable, Abdul Hamid. This same um, Libyan side, I will recall, also um, Rangers International Football Club of Enugu, a Nigerian club side, put four goals past them the last time they visited the continent. Abdul Hamid, I think that is very much unthinkable. And again, if you want to look at it, that they are not Africans, that um, they're not Africans normally do get the better of the Nigerians. Libya cannot be categorically said to be a core North African side. Yes, the North Africans have dominated Nigeria in terms of club football, but North African sides we're referring to here are the club sides from Morocco, the club sides from Egypt, the club sides from Tunisia, and of course the club sides from Algeria. The Libyans and club sides have not always had the better of Nigeria. In fact, club sides from Sudan, Al-Hilal, and um, the other one from Onduman had even 
performed better comparatively against Nigerian side compared to this Libyan side. So I don't think, I don't see this uh, match going or slipping away from Rivers United Football Club of Port Harcourt, Abdul Hamid. Yeah, the second leg, the second leg will take place on Wednesday at the Mataya Stadium in Benghazi, Libya. Let's move. Yes, let's talk about the Plateau United. The Plateau United, Plateau United, though called the peaceful boys, that were violent towards their opponents. Al Agdal from Libya, as they beat Al Agdal by black and blue by four goals to one, two goals from Abbas Ilari, and a goal apiece from Mustafa Yuga and Ifian Imanue, ensured that Plateau United will be heading into the second leg in Libya with a three goal margin. I mean, Amza, the, the, the peace boys were violent on the day, and you expect them not to be peaceful towards their opponent in the return leg on Wednesday in Fireway, Libya. Abdulhamid, take my words for it. And the peace boys had the opportunity to be more violent. More violent in the case, in the sense that they ought to have won that match, like we talked about Rivers United, by at least a comfortable and much more comfortable victory. Yes, agreed. Um, if they had won, if uh, Platinum United had won 4-1 against Esperance of Tunisia and lost one uh, against uh, one nil or 0-1 against Esperance in Tunisia, maybe they would have been in the morning spinning stage of the CAF Champions League. But again, back to the match against um, the Libyans at the Moshud Abiola International Stadium in Abuja. Plateau United, for, for me, at some point, we were playing to the gallery. You could hear their veteran goalkeeper in the presence of goalkeeper, Suraj Ayelesho, shouting on some of his players, midfielders and, 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 and defenders alike. Plateau United, at some point, played to the gallery. They were in pole position to win that match against the Libyans by at least five goals to nothing. But at the same time, it was good at least. Uh, but again, the greatest fear, the greatest um, the Libyans score in um, home and away fixture just like this, away goal could be very, very pivotal. Same away goal accounted for their all-star from the CAF Champions League and the drop to the CAF Confederation Cup. But in this case, maybe the three-goal caution might just do the magic, Abdul Hamid. I mean, I'm very pessimistic. <laughs> I mean, ahead of, the, ahead of the return leg in Libya, I mean, they have a three-goal margin. Yeah, three-goal margin, but this is football. This is football. Anything is possible. But again, the, I take solace in the fact that um, the Libyans, like I stated earlier on, head-to-head have not always had the better of Nigerian club sites um, in the CAF Confederations Cup, unlike what is obtainable with the other um, core African countries like the Raja Casablanca, the Al-Ila, the Ismailia, and the Waidat Casablanca, the Bekeni, and the rest, Raja Casablanca. The Libyans have not always had the better of them. And this club, you agree with me, on the continent is not a force to break on with. So based on that, I would still say Plateau United have a 70% chance of scaling through to the group stages, Abdul Hamid. Yes, on a scale of 10, what are the chances of Plateau United and Rivers United respectively advancing to the group stages? Um, Plateau United has the scope. Yeah, you may proceed. I will give them a 9.5 over 10, Abdul Hamid. Rivers United? Or both 9.5 over 10. Both have it, yep. yes, 9.5 over 10. So, ah. Rivers United are in a better position. Of course, the goal, imagine, speaks volume, that they're in a pole position, they're in a better position to scale through. By the end of the day, 
um, come Wednesday, both teams should be scaling through to the CAF Confederations Cup group, group stages. It's um, I think in the past one, two years, we've not seen the Nigerian club side playing any of the group stages of this competition, whether it's the CAF Confederations Cup or CAF Champions League. We hope to see Plateau United and Rivers United making a bet in the group stage of the CAF Confederations Cup. All right, let's move. It's, of course, news added during the week also. That, yes, the entire my main committee are on the verge of striking a deal with Nigerian Television Authority to have MPFL matches in the new season. Yes, Amza, when was the last time we had primarily MPFL matches on live television? Four, four seasons ago, if I'm not mistaken, 2018. And the last time, that was the last time we saw NPFL matches on the on our screens. And that was in the Super 6 um, that decided the winners of that year's NPFL um, competition. Um, I recall um, FC Final. Yeah, I'm back with you. Yeah, Abdul Hamid, like, uh, yeah, thank you, Abdul Hamid. Like I was saying, it's a good one. Like the last time I will recall that in the NPFL, we saw it on our screens from our homes. In, in the Super 6 in the 2018, the league season that ended in 2018, there about the Super 6, I remember vividly, FC Five Yuba in Bar Football Club of Abad, the eventual champions, Rangers Football Club of Enugu, um, Kanu Pillars, um, remember um, Kanu Pillars um, captain, veteran captain, the most capped NPFL player in history. Rabia Ali had some skirmishes with the referee in that match against Rangers and Lobby Stars Football Club of Makodi. They played in that Super 6. Since that tournament, Abdul Hamid, um, or since that competition, that Super 6, we've not seen the NPFL on our screens. I think it's a welcome development. We hope it sees the light of the day. We hope it materializes. The NTA, one of the challenges we have always had in broadcasting our league on TV because we don't have a corporate sponsor has been the expenses, the logistics involved in transporting the OB crew like um, um, DSTV had mentioned then it, the, the logistic cost involved in moving the OB crew across the length and breadth of the country. Meduguri, Yobi, we've had um, El Kanemi Warriors then, um, Yobi disasters from uh, Meduguri, um, Gombe United from Gombe, and of course we have teams from the South-South. So the, the size of Nigeria had always been a challenge. But with the NTA, NTA has OB crew and competent um, OB crew members and staff and um, facilities in each state of the federation and even in some other towns, like I know very well. So imagine if you have an MPFL club site playing around there, it will be very easy in terms of logistics for the NTA to cover it. So it's a good one. It's a, an encouraging one. We'd hope the extent better. Yes, I mean, still talking about, yes, the entire my committee. I mean, during the week, we also had, we also, yes, we had news. That the league will kick start on yes on the first of December, but the head of operations of Nigerian of the Nigerian Professional Football League, Prince Davidson Oumi, yes, has come out to debunk. I mean, to debunk that news. I mean, and he made mention of the fact. I mean, I mean, quoting him, he said, "We have to consult with." I mean, yes, this cannot. Our attention is drawn to stories, which are mere media speculation, suggesting the league will commence on December one. This cannot be true as MPFA matches are traditionally not played on Thursdays, and December one is a Thursday. So I mean, you went on to say you went on to say that the IMC will consult with the clubs in days ahead to decide an appropriate kickoff date 
that is agreeable with stakeholders. I mean, Amazon, does this, does this mean that we might not see the day can start till the end of the year? Normally, Abdul Hamid, you recall that um, the penultimate season started in December and um, towards the end of December. It's almost been a pra uh, tradition now that the league season will come. Um, so no surprises. Um, the, the end, ILC, Interim Management Company, spokesman, through or anything, but we One thing we mean that the league commences, and we are looking towards that. But we are hoping once this board, interim management company, settles in, the interim board settles in this that going forward, the league will start at least earlier, say maybe September, or if you like, in August, like we do have in other advanced leagues around the world, Abdul Hamid. But again, since they're just coming on, the, on board, Let's give them the benefit of the doubt, Abdul Hamid. All right, yes, let's move. Yes, let's talk about Baisa Queens. Baisa Queens are on the verge of becoming the first Nigerian team to reach the last four of the Cup Women's Champions League. The Prosperity Girls started the campaign on a losing note with the friend, yes, losing to Mamelodi Sodan, who dealt to them by two goals to one. I mean, they restarted their campaign with a victory over Tipi Manzimbi. Tipi Manzimbi, and they now have a date with Destiny when they square up against Egyptian side. Wadi Degla. I mean, Amza, they are coming up against, against the side that yet to win any match in this campaign. I mean, you expect the prosperity guys to, I mean, to prosper to the next round. Absolutely. Nothing short of victory in this encounter against the Egyptian side will be acceptable from the Biosal Queens. And we trust that pass. Um, the um, now it's not even whether they are going to win. We are, now I think the question is by how many goals. But Abdul Hamid, that aside, need I mention that why is it that the South African women are beginning to dominate our women in terms of a female could, uh, football? Abdul Hamid, they did it against the Falcons. Now they are doing it again, Abdul Hamid, against our female club side. Let's begin to go back to the drawing board and look for ways to stop this South Africa become before it comes. It becomes a total dominance, just the same way the North African sides are dominating us in club football. Abdul Hamid. I mean, yes. I mean, when it matters most, when we meet them in the knockout phase, in the knockout phase. I mean, I know. Yes, they also the Baisa Queens. We have with their own part of flesh. Yes, Amza, this is where we shall be putting full stop to this episode of Sport Analysis Network Nigeria Football. Has been a wonderful time with you. Do not forget that Sport Analysis Network Nigeria Football drops every Monday. 5 p.m. Nigerian time. You can follow Sport Analysis Network on Facebook. Yes, the name is Sport Analysis Network. On Instagram, Sport Analysis Network is the name. And on Instagram, tweet at San in capital letters is the name. Do enjoy your week. Au revoir. Can you feel it? Can you feel it?